Shark Beat show and the uh, the Flyers lost nine nothing to the New York Rangers, and that's the biggest joke I've ever seen. And uh, thank you and goodbye. I I wish that was the biggest joke I've ever seen because if you want to see a bigger joke, uh, look at the uh, Bob Bugner's coaching. <laughs> Get it? Because he's not coaching. Um. So what the fuck was that? So. Sharks give up a goal that was fairly easy in the first period. I think it was Theodore on the point. Uh, Dubnik definitely should have seen that one in. And the Sharks are down one nothing. And they, I thought, played like fine in the first. I thought they were pretty good. They're, uh, they're scoring. They had much better slot chances, or much more slot chances than the uh, than the Knights. I think they were seven to two after one. And then. The uh the sharks went into the second period and they they did this thing where they give you hope that they're good at, at hockey and that's where they get you every single time man you think that they're a good team I forget who the first goal who was the first was Ferrara the first goal do you not remember I don't know if I want to remember this game ever because that was that was pathetic um. Uh, let's see who was the first goal for the Sharks. Uh, it was the oh, it was the Nieto goal from Meyer. Uh, the great pa great pass by Meyer. Uh, played it well. Uh, played it well along the boards. Fired it around to uh, to Nieto, and then uh, you got the goal from Ferraro. Um, and yeah, there was it was fired up after. They were looking really good. Um, and then you got the LeBanc goal from uh, Kanan Ferraro. And then Sharks are up 3-1 to one after two periods, right? Up 3-1. to one. Stop me if you've heard this before. A 3-1 to one lead. A 3-1 to one lead. I mean, it's not as bad as blowing a 3-0 you know, lead. Like, this franchise has never done that before. Um, you had a 3-1 lead going into the third period, right? At one point in this game, the Sharks had, let's see, a, oh god, like a 90% chance of winning. Like, a 90% chance of winning. You know what they did with that 90% that chance of winning? They didn't do crap with it. They let in a goal pretty early in the period. It's 3-2, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, the Sharks are playing well, but then who knows what's going to happen. Um, and there was... Like, like, they were that meme where that guy, like, shoots the, the mirror reflection of himself or, like, the doppelganger, what the hell, you know what I'm talking about, like, his twin. And then he's like, oh, why did we ever do this? They start really shooting themselves in the foot. And they're like, I can't believe the Vegas Golden Knights would do this to us. It was so stupid. Um, there was multiple line changes that could have gotten called for too many men. Uh, they're lucky to get one. Only one call against them. There was a stupid penalty by LeBanc. And the stupidest thing that happened tonight was Couture fighting. Um, that was the stupidest thing. Okay, so Hurdle fights Stone. I will take Hurdle going off for Mark Stone any day of the week. There was, you know what, he's standing up for team, whatever. He just took one of the best players in the league off of the ice. Uh, does it take away one of the Sharks' best forwards? Yes, but you just took away one of the best players in the league. The best player on that team. And so the Sharks... Like, have an advantage from this. Like, they have a clear advantage. And then Couture fights freaking four foot tall Jonathan March or so. Uh, doesn't even do well in doing that. And then the Sharks don't have their top two centermen. 
And Couture, after the game, said he, Marcheseau was trying to fight LeBanc. Uh, newsflash, you don't have to fight anyone in the league. You don't You don't have to. Like, it's not a requirement. You don't You don't have to. It's not like someone pulls the gloves off of you. It, sure, that happens in instances, but no one's doing that. No, that didn't happen. Couture had no reason to fight him. Um, there was absolutely no reason for it. And then, uh, the Sharks don't have their top two centermen. They just don't. So, Dylan Gambrell is playing top line center. Uh, Marlowe is centering the second line. But they don't even play those two lines. So you just, you just not only did you eliminate your top two centers, uh, Bootner was then hesitant to play his entire top six forward group because of, I don't know, chemistry, whatever. You don't have chemistry with the freaking team, Bob. You switch the lines every goddamn game. Um, so then you just have this scenario where you're playing the third and fourth lines just constantly. Meanwhile, Vegas, they don't have Marcheseau or Stone. They still have their top two centermen. They still have better players. And they totally expose the Sharks. And the Sharks don't do well, shockingly. And then the Sharks lose. So that's what happened if you didn't watch the game, which I would recommend not doing for the distant, for the near future. Um, so stupid. Um, okay, and then, so this is what's stupid about what, about what some of the things, are not stupid, this is what's wrong about what Bob Bugner is doing with the lineup. So if you're Bob Bugner, you have Curtis Gabriel, Frederick Handemark, and what, what the hell? Like, why do you have them in there? Because even when you're you have two players, I like you still don't, you're not trusting these players to play. So you're double shifting Gambrel, you're double shifting Matt Nieto, you're double shifting all these players. And then when you do play them, Gabriel makes a stupid play on the Reeves goal. Uh, uh, even the broadcast talked about it. Oh, there was no pressure on the shot from the point from Theodore. The reason there wasn't was because instead of going to pressure the guy that was shooting, uh, Gabriel was trying to screw around with Reeves. Reeves doesn't fight because, remember, you're not required to fight in the game. And then Reeves tips the goal and scores, and there's no pressure on the guy from the point because Gabriel took himself out of the play. So it was so stupid. It was the stupidest game, the stupidest period that the Sharks have played this this game, this year. It was so dumb. Um, and the reason that the Sharks can't perform well when two of their best players are out of the lineup because none of the players outside of them have upside. So you just took away the entire top six. Now you have you have no one with upside in the bottom six. Could you imagine if instead of having to play Handemark and Gabriel a bunch of times, they were playing Noah Gregor, they were playing Alex True, they were playing players that could actually like do something like on the ice because it was just repeated zone, like dump in to brace for impact after repeated times and there's just nothing going on. And it was stupid. There's no reason for it. So, if next game Handemark or Gabriel are in the lineup, I will be absolutely shocked. There was, there was. This is exactly why you don't do that, because there's going to be a time where your top players aren't performing. The Sharks are getting really good production out of their top six right now. And there's going to be a time when you're not going to get that, and when you're relying on Patrick Marlowe and Handemark and Gabriel to score every so often, they're not going to. They're just not going to. Maybe go with guys like Noah Gregor, who have three even strength goals this season. That's like way better than Handemark, Marlowe, and Gabriel combined. Like, why isn't he in the lineup? He's like a almost two points per game in the AHL. Just call him up. He's way better than anyone in the bottom six right now. He's or at least he's playing better. And besides John Lennon, John Lennon's doing amazing. Um, it was oh my god. The the coaching decisions make such little sense. 
sure, he made a, he did a coach's challenge on a very obvious goaltender interference. Cool. Like, I don't understand the reason the reason for that. There were so many self-inflicted wounds. And if the Sharks had players with more upside, they could actually like learn to they would they'd have a chance in these games when you need goals from your depth, you need goals from outside the top six. But uh besides the Ferraro goal, did anyone outside the top six score for the Sharks tonight? I don't think so. Uh what, it was Nieto, who's in the top six, why? I don't know. That was Meyer's goal. Um, Meyer had a great play that set it up. Um, what, Meyer, Kane had a goal. So wait, Kane, Nieto had a goal, Ferraro had a goal, and who had the other goal? Um, LeBanc. So no one outside the top six had a, had a point tonight besides Leonard. But you, that's just not, sustain, it's not, gonna, it's not sustainable in the slightest. You need production from your bottom part of your lineup and shockingly you're not going to get it from the players that are in the bottom part of the lineup currently so it was so many self-inflicted wounds i understand i understand the rationale for gabriel being there because not only was he a liability when he was playing he didn't even do what he was supposed to do like the point of him being there would be to fight or whatever he had one big hit like in the vegas zone that that turned the puck over and then he just didn't even get the puck he just, he just didn't do not he did nothing um it was that was stupid that was a game every flaw that the sharks have was just absolutely exposed in that game that was pathetic um yeah that was that was not not what you want to see it is what you want to see if the sharks are tanking because what did anyone score that isn't here long term or young? Besides, I guess yeah, you know, the was all Meyer. Like everyone else, is gonna be here for the long haul. Um, yeah. Uh, Carlson didn't look as like incredible as he has in the past. Um, which I mean, he's had some great games recently, so I, we can't exp- I we can expect that every night. But he kind of improved every game, and then tonight kind of faltered. Um, and he has one of the worst stick controlling sort of goals at even strength. Perfect, we love that. Um, the best players at controlling uh, expected goals at even strength. Um, the Sharks' third line, not very shocking at all. Um, and then Couture, LeBanc, and Donato. That might be kind of a nice time thing though, because they're play a little more restricted than and Kane or Hurdle or Meyer are, who are under them. Uh, who's the other person on the... Oh, Gambrell, where was he? It was under 50. That's weird. Oh, that's right, because he had to play a bunch of games in Hurdle, or a bunch of minutes in Hurdle and get your spot. That was so stupid. Um, yeah, the Sharks are a, are a team, much to the dismay of me. Um, yeah, there needs to be there needs to be a change. I don't understand a lot of the decisions that have been made. Just there's no, there's no reason not to play the younger guys right now. So for one, they're better. Um, Gregor has more goals this season, or has the same amount of goals this season as Marlowe, Handemark, and Gabriel combined. But he's sent away to the AHL for some reason, uh, and then destroys it in the AHL, and he still hasn't gotten called up. I'd expect that to change because it should. Um, there's no reason for these moves. I don't understand it. So yeah, so you need to play him because they're flat out better, and you're not a good team. You're tanking, 
So how about you develop the younger players? There's just no there's no reason for what the Sharks are doing right now. It's self-inflicted wound after self-inflicted wound, and it, it makes no sense. Um, Dubnik, whatever. Like he played like a god last game. He was gonna regress. Um, the Sharks blew their chance. They blew their chances in both games. Um, they pissed away a really great Dubnik start uh, in the first game of the series. And then they threw away a three-goal lead after stupid penalties and poor lineup choices that I said were stupid before, and then they ended up being stupid still. Shocking to everyone, I know. Um, there's just no reason for a lot of the moves. Um, Nieto being in the in the top six, by the way, no, no reason for that other than maybe he'll have trade value. Maybe that's what their strikes were doing. They were planning on throwing this game so that they could overcorrect from it, and Dubnik and Yeto will be traded to the Avs tomorrow uh, for a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick. Um, that would be nice. I'd really appreciate that. Um, what the hell was this team? Um, yeah. The Sharks are a team. Huh. Um, that was just pathetic. There was no... I don't understand what the team's doing right now. Like, yeah. Uh, Ferraro played really well. That's that's good news. Um, yo, that was what the hell was that game? Um, uh, let's let's go to some of the 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 Twitter questions. You should follow me on Twitter because you should just do that. Um, the first question. Fuck Vegas. Thank you. Thank you for that question. I really appreciate it. Um, I would be just as pissed off right now if it was any other team. Uh, yeah, there's no reason. This is so stupid. Uh, you can't take too, stupid, too many men penalties and almost a second right after the ensuing goal. You can't have your best players be fighters. Other guys need to stick up. Um, well, uh, hear me out. What if just like we didn't play Curtis Gabriel because he didn't even fight? Ryan Reeves or anyone on the Vegas Golden Knights. And I didn't, okay, I still don't understand Couture's rationale for fighting. He said that he fought because Marcheseau kept pressuring LeBanc to fight. So so there's there's two issues with what happened there. One is that Couture, you're the only like center that deserves to, you were the only center that deserves to be an NHL left on the team at that point. Um, like, I don't understand why you fought. Like, you just took, the team center depth just completely out of the game. Um, and then also, no Marcheseau isn't requiring like Bank, like Bank to fight him. They, they, that's not a thing. It's not like Marcheseau can be like, oh, he didn't fight me, that's a penalty. No, there's there's no... What? Oh, he was pressuring him to fight him. Uh, hear me out. Gabriel is telling people to fight him, or Reeves are telling people to fight him the whole game. No one's fighting them. Or whatever. It's like no one's required to fight in the league. It was so stupid. Oh, so stupid. Um, those are the Twitter questions. Go team. Um, this team is this team is a team. Unfortunately, this is a this is a team in the National Hockey League, isn't it? It's amazing how much of a of a National Hockey League team this is. Um, so for next game, what I would like to see is lines that make sense. Uh, why was Donato on the fourth line, by the way? So you know how I mentioned how, like, those players in the fourth line are really bad? Uh, everyone but Donato is bad on that line. 
because Donato is like actually an NHL player and he was like trying to do offense things and he was literally doing offense things but do you know what he had to help him when he was doing offense things like 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 the other lines changing as he was doing like he was setting up offense and the only times he had support was when his line mates had changed and then like the first line was the next line out so like uh who would that be that'd be Kane and Couture were on the ice and he was setting them up and having offense in that way um what he was controlling like what when he was on the ice the Sharks controlled basically 74 percent of expected goals like, why is he in the fourth line? There was no reason for that late-minute switch Bugner to put Marlow up. Um, there was no reason for it. So, we're going to... The Sharks should make these lines next game that makes sense. So, keep the first line the same of King, Couture, LeBanc. Because it's been good. And it will continue to be good. Uh, they play uh, St. Louis next game, by the way. Uh, so, in second line, I would go Meyer, Hurdle, Leonard. Why not? I'll show my bias. It should be Leonard. Who cares? You can say I'm wrong, but I'm not. Um, unless Balsters is back, then play Balsters up there. Then have a third line of, what, Donato. Who knows who would play center? Donato and Leonard would be the wingers. Maybe play Gregor there again. Who knows? Like, I guess he isn't. He wasn't great as a center. But I don't know who else. I, I don't want, like, Gambrell doesn't really add much offensively. Um, so it just kind of strands the players on his lines at times. Um, like literally John Leonard's best chance came when neither Marlowe nor Gambrell were involved in play. Um, so yeah. Um, well, I'll say Gambrell just stays there. Uh, take Handemark and Gabriel out of the lineup. Uh, and then fourth line, it's stupid to play these players on the fourth line because it wastes their talent, but I guess Gregor, Marlowe, and Blickfeld. And by wasting their talent, I mean the wingers. I do not mean Marlowe. Um, we wasted his talent for years. Um, yeah, go with those guys because they have upside and don't roll them as a checking line like we did with the, the line. Like, let's see how much Hannah and Gabriel played tonight. Uh, they had a spry seven and a half minutes for Gabriel and eight and a half minutes for Hannah Um, yeah, that, that really adds a lot to your team right there. That's irreplaceable. My goodness. Like, what? Um, play Blickfeld and Gregor. Just play play Gregor. Just play him. He's looks like an actual like father amongst sons in in the AHL. Like he's just so much faster than everyone. It's just pointless. Um call him up. Just play anyone else. Not I don't I take that back. Do not play Sorensen. Do not do that. Um there's just no reason. You know what you have in Gabriel, and what you have is a guy that will fight often and adds nothing to the lineup, and he won't be with the team long term. So there's no reason to find out what you have in him because you know what you have in him, and you don't want what you have in him. He's gone after this year, um, unless he stays with the Barracuda next year somehow. Um, but Gregor, he's like legitimately, he's what twenty two or twenty one. He's like a he's a part of your franchise for the future. He's going to be your third-line scorer of the future. Just keep him. Um, no, There's no reason to not. Because there's no reason to not play everyone that has the highest upside. Go boom or bust. There's no reason not to. Because if your younger players start exploding, then you, you have this stretch coming up where if you're going to contend, like, this is the last chance. Uh, the next three game or the next three series 
are against the three teams ahead of you for a playoff spot. But then again, what team isn't in front of you for a playoff spot? Um, so, you know what? If you somehow win five out of six or four out of six on this road trip, but like win sweep two series or something, maybe you're back in it. Um, but there's just, this team is such a team. Oh my God. Um, that's like your last chance to contend. So play the highest upside players. Gabriel has zero upside. What What is his upside? He had a cool move where he was able to dump it after he made a, a move in the neutral zone. Like that was the best play he had tonight. Um, Hannah Mark like, legitimately forgot that he was on the ice at times. It was like 37. Oh my God, he's on the team. I forgot about that. You, you, you know what you have in them and it's not something for the future. So I wouldn't keep them in the lineup. There's nothing. Um, yeah, that would be my lineup for next game. Just play the kids. There's no reason not to at this point. Oh, I, I left Nieto out of that, like, pers- like prospective roster. Because um, he needs to be... No, trade him. No, that's what the Sharks need to do. This is the game where they decide, you know, we're trading players. Um, by the way, the only players that are going to be gone are Nieto and Dubnik, in my opinion. Like, those are the two guys that I actually have somewhat value. Um... Yeah, just I think those guys are gonna be traded. So we're looking very much ahead at this point because this team is a shit show. Um, yeah, those would be those are the guys that I think are gonna get dealt. Um, there's no one else really that has value. I mean, like if you retain half on Sorensen, maybe a team gives up a seventh for like a depth forward. It's just that's a stretch. Um, yeah, I can't really see anyone else that would be moved besides those two because there's the, maybe Gambrel, uh, if anyone needs a PK or similar to Nieto, but you can maybe charge higher than Nieto because, well, he's 24. He's a former second-round pick, a stupid second-round pick, I will add. Um, who drafts one in the second round in their D-plus-2 season? Anyway, yeah, that's the San Jose Sharks for you. That was a longer episode, and it, I don't know. I don't remember saying half of what I said, so that's fun. Um Anyway, that's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed, because I didn't enjoy that game. Uh, and look at that. This thing has gone almost for 23 minutes, um, which is about, what, that's 15 more minutes than uh, Chris Gabriel played. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check it out on Twitter, at Josh Frodolent is my Twitter. Uh, shark underscore bait underscore show is the show's Twitter. And... Check out my work on the Hockey Writers. That's who I write for. And I hope you have a better day than the Sharks did.